Welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we're all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we are so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant. And we're here to help you thrive, even in the midst of those impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome back to the Yet We Thrive podcast. This is episode 115, and today we have a special guest, Lauren Allen of Pretty Little Lights Candle Company, on with us today. Lauren, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. We are so happy that you're here, but let's get started with something that's frustrating us and something that's bringing us joy. So, Lauren, do you want to go first? Sure. So, it's so funny. Um, this morning, mine actually changed. I was going to say something completely different that was frustrating me, but I woke up with the worst sore throat. So, I apologize. Oh, no. Like, but um, you girls know you're not that far from me, uh, maybe like an hour and a half. Uh-huh. Our is just crazy right now. Like, it was 80 degrees yesterday. I know. It's like. And it's so cold. Yep. So just all the sinus drainage stuff go- going on. Yeah, it's the worst. Just terrible. Okay, and then my joy is my baby, our two-year-old now, just had a birthday. Oh. She is, oh my gosh, I forgot how this age is just so fun. Two is so it's fun. Cutest. So we're just really soaking up all of her her little littleness right now that's exciting I love that that's so fun well my frustration is along the same lines of Lauren's is I've had just a migraine just lingering constantly all week and it's because of these weather changes of being Mm -hmm. you know 30 degrees and then 70 degrees and then 50 degrees and then 80 degrees and then 40 degrees again it's a mess it's a mess and sunshine and rain and wind and <laughs> four seasons all in 24 hours. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Welcome to Indiana yeah. and Illinois. Mm-hmm. That's just right where we're at. So that's been frustrating. Um, but what's bringing me joy is I just finished a book last night called Meet Me in the Margins. And it just Fun. was like heartwarming and just sweet and lighthearted and just made me feel like, Oh, like fluttery. <laughs> no, it was really good and it brought me a lot of joy. So 10 out of 10 recommend that one. It was just cute and light and, you know, feel good. That's awesome. So, yeah. You just. Well, something that's bringing me joy is last fall, um, a couple of my neighbors and I started walking at night and um, we started that back up again and it just like brings me so much joy. That's amazing. Um, we do it two or three times a week and we start usually about 830 and um, last week we officially gave our name and we're like the night walkers. So, <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, sometimes there's two of us and sometimes there's like 10 of us. So That's awesome. It's a lot of fun. So I love it. Uh, that is uh, bringing me joy, but something that's frustrating me is not having the time to like read books. Yeah. And 
I felt like I went through a season where I was like reading, reading, reading all the time. And uh-huh. now I'm just like, oh, I need to find space in my day, in my week to yeah. do that again. Because it really brought me so much joy. So. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. We talked earlier this month about like I stay up too late. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. I stayed in the bath for like two hours finishing this book. That's amazing. <laughs> the water was cold by the time I was done. And I was like, I don't even care. <laughs> this is fine. This is good. It was worth it. Yes. And it's midnight and I'm exhausted, but oh well, right. it's fine. <laughs> I finished my book. I finished my book. <laughs> so <laughs> worth it. <laughs> like we said, we have Lauren Allen on with us today. Lauren, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I am Lauren Allen. My husband is Dan. We live in East Central Illinois. Um, and we have three children. Um, Hadley is seven, and Maddox is about to be four this summer, and little Ainsley just turned two. Um, we are a family of agriculture, so we, and by that I mean all-encompassing, like we do so many different things in agriculture, um, farming, fertilizer, seed sales, all the things. Um, uh, we are very involved with our church. We love Jesus. Um, and recently, we came up on this candle business. That's actually how we met you girls, and I'm so blessed to say that. But um, Me too. It's we wonderful. We have a candle business that is thriving, and we also homeschool. So that's another thing we have in common with you guys. So we are just very busy but very blessed. I love it. It's amazing. You're busy. You're so yes. busy. <laughs> So busy. <laughs> oh, it's like so many good things, though. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Well, can you tell us where your fertility story begins? Yeah, so in 2015, my husband and I got married, and we decided that we would just start out um, with no birth control because we, we've seen so many different couples that tried for years to get pregnant. And we know we wanted to start a family. Um, surprisingly, we were pregnant with Hadley Ray within three months of getting married. Wow. So our first year of marriage was very exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to get to know each other still, um, living together, um, and through a pregnancy. So we had Hadley in February of 2016. Um, and I became a stay-at-home mom at that time, and in, let's see, March of 2017, we experienced our first miscarriage through a very unexpected pregnancy once again. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the first one that we experienced together, and it was hard because we didn't, we didn't realize how things happen with miscarriage Mm. like we went in for a 12-week ultrasound um and at that 12-week ultrasound we found out that we had lost baby at seven weeks oh my gosh what you would call a miscarriage um where the body does not recognize that there is no baby um so we experienced a really tough roller coaster emotions through that Mm. And at that time, we kind of decided we wanted to try for a second baby. Um, That's kind of what made us realize that, hey, we are ready to add another baby to our family. Mm -hmm. Um, We experienced three other miscarriages back-to-back after that. 
Um, and at that time, it was so frustrating. I know you girls talk about it a lot with your other guests that it's so hard to find a doctor mm-hmm. uh, that will sit down, listen to your concerns, mm-hmm. um, dealing with insurance. And it's just so sad that in our, in our medical um, industry that you have to experience those miscarriages back to back three times right. before they will even pay attention. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I think I saw like three or four different doctors and I just remember being so frustrated with my body. Um, so frustrated that I had this overwhelming desire to be a mom, um, to be a wife, um, that could give my husband all the babies. <laughs> hmm. Um, and at that time I was just frustrated that I wasn't able to do what God created me to do. Mm. Um, at the time I felt that that was my only purpose. Mm. Um, and so I prayed and prayed and prayed and it was a really tough time for me, um, with my faith as well. Um, but we, we found a doctor that the first five minutes that I saw her, she prayed with me and Mm. it changed everything. Um, this doctor took me in for an ultrasound and she said, listen, Listen, I don't know what happened before, but something was missed because you, you definitely have PCOS. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. And from there on, everything changed. Um, she put me on metformin. Mm-hmm. She told me to change my diet. Mm-hmm. And within six weeks, we were pregnant with my son. Oh, wow. That's insane. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was just like the flip of a switch. Once we figured out and we got that diagnosis, it was, it was frustrating, um, but it was like we could see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So Maddox was born, um, and then, let's see, after him, we had one more miscarriage between Maddox and Ainsley. Again, unexpected. Um mm-hmm thing with PCOS is your cycles are just so irregular that a lot of time birth control doesn't work as it should. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was on um, the pill at the time because I, we just thought that that would be the best option for us. Right. Um, which, as you know, is not always the best option, but I think that is the easiest thing for doctors to do with PCOS is just kind of like throw those birth control pills at it and mm-hmm. say, well, this yeah. will fix it for right now. Yep. So um, we ended up getting pregnant and miscarrying again um, between Maddox and Ainsley. And then I, I got incredibly frustrated enough that I just said, you know what? I'm done seeing doctors. I'm just going to, I'm going to figure this out by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing all the research. Um, I found diets that worked best for PCOS. I started working out, um, lost a bunch of weight and we became pregnant with my daughter, um, several months later. Mm. And I remember being so scared that we would lose her. Yeah, of course. We went to the, that first ultrasound and they said, I'm sorry, but this sack is very irregular. Oh, wow. This is a sign of um, early miscarriage. Oh, my gosh. And they told me to expect to miscarry her. 
Uh Um, something, something in me changed Mm -hmm. where I felt this overwhelming peace. Mm. Obviously we know that's the peace of God, but I I couldn't explain that. Mm -hmm. Surpasses all understanding. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. And so I went back for this ultrasound and they're like, well, what do you want to do? I don't want to do anything. I want you to show me my baby. Mm-hmm. And she was fine. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <gasps> and now she's going to turn two. And she just turned two. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. That's amazing. It's so, it's so true though. Like after you have a loss that like when you get pregnant again, you just have that fear that like sometimes it weren't, wasn't even there yep. to begin with. Yeah. And so I can understand yeah, that. I, I really feel for those women because it's just you, you have so much joy, but anxiety at the same time. Right. Yep. Yep. And like before you have a loss, it's just this like statistic that's out there. This like obscure abstract, like, well, that does happen sometimes, but it probably won't happen to me. And then when it does, it's like, oh, well, it already happened once, so that means it could happen again. And yeah. it's just a totally different, tangible fear Absolutely. the next time around. Yeah. 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 Yep. So I'd like to say that that's where it ends, but um, since then we've just been trying to work on healing my body. Um, unfortunately, we did have um, one more miscarriage last spring. Mm. And I am actually experiencing one now. Um, oh, so this my is gosh. That I'm still currently walking through. Um, you know, I debated whether or not to share that. But I think it's really important because mm-hmm. it's easy to tell people in hindsight mm-hmm. everything's going to be okay Yeah. after you experience it. Yeah. Um, but to be able to say God is still good mm-hmm. while you're experiencing it right I'm so That's sorry the yeah. yeah absolutely mm. thank you for sharing that yeah. Lauren that's like I know that's so raw and real and vulnerable um and feels risky to share but I know that that's gonna hit so many women right where they need right where they need it and so thanks absolutely. for sharing that with us mm. well do you feel like you have a good support system in the midst of everything right now and previously, or what did that look like? Has or what that does changed? that look like? Yeah. <laughs> I think in the beginning it was really hard for me because um, no one had really experienced those things around me mm-hmm. that I was aware of. Um, and even in 2016, I feel like people were still really hush hush about it. Yeah, they were. Um, it's really just been recently that women are coming out of the woodwork and saying, like, I've experienced this, too. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a second Me Too movement. <laughs> yeah. Um, where women are saying, like, I'm one in four. This has happened to me. Um, and so when I first started experiencing this, um, I think there was just a lot of misunderstanding with it. Mm-hmm. And so... My friends, my family would all ask questions, and I so appreciated that. You know, they didn't, they didn't say the typical like, "Well, at least you have one child." Um, mm-hmm. 
or just just the stereotypical things that people say when they don't understand. Um, I was blessed to have a really, really, really supportive mother and mother-in-law um, who would always just say, now can you explain that to me? Um, can you tell me what that means? That's a really great, I love that. That's a really great question to, and response. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard, I have friends who have experienced, um, early miscarriages and people have like blown them off. Like, well, if you had a pregnancy test and it was positive and they went to for an ultrasound and there's no heartbeat. It, that just means you were never pregnant. Mm. But that's not the case at all. No, not at all. For us women, um, you know, life begins at conception. And mm. the Lord tells us that this baby was knit together in your womb. And, and you're a mom, regardless of whether that baby ends up in your arms or not. Right. Absolutely. Yes. What was your marriage like during that? And even now, like, do you feel like you guys have learned a lot like from the first time until what's happening now um anything that you've changed or um any we've been a long way um in the beginning our relationship our marriage was just so new yeah mm-hmm. you know having having a baby within our first year of marriage that's just wild to me yeah uh, a lot of couples don't do that but I think we really got to experience the true meaning of our vows of mm. thickness and in health. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think we would we would come into those type of conflicts so early on. Right. Um, it's kind of jarring. Yeah. Yeah. Our main challenge um, with my husband's line of work is just him being physically present. Um, it. Actually, when I told him I was pregnant with my daughter, I had to call him because he was in the field. Mm. And uh, he was in a tractor, and it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I said, hey, we're pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love that. We have our challenges in that I I really need that, like, physical comfort. of a hug or reassurance of a kiss from him a lot. And he's, he's not here. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing that we have really worked through is the communication part of it. Mm. Um, And him saying like, I'm here for you. I just need you to tell me what you need. Mm. Yep. Instead of me expecting from him to just read my mind and know what I need, I I have to communicate it to, to him and tell him. Yep. Like, this is what I'm feeling, and this is what I need for you to help me through that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Preach. Yes. <laughs> Communication is key. It's key, and it's just not fair to mm-hmm. expect them to be able to just anticipate your every women right. need. <laughs> and sometimes it takes so much energy and, like, I don't even know, just to, like, ask that question. Or, like, like for you to tell them mm-hmm. what you need, you know, because half the time you don't even know what you need. And yes, then yes. you're yep. like, I don't sometimes too is do we even know what we need? Right. You know, like people will say during a tough time, how can I help you? I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. 
I honestly can't tell you. <laughs> no. Right. No. Yeah. It's exhausting for sure. It is. Well, what things do you do to help you on those hard days or the not so hard days? So that's really changed for me um, over time. What I what I do on a hard day. Um, it used to look like going to get my hair done, or you know, in those early days, doing something for me. Uh-huh. Um, but now it's more just slowing down and um, taking time to read my Bible. Um, and something really interesting that I kind of fell into was I found a way to honor um, the babies that I had lost mm. by making blankets for other women mm. who um, were having rainbow babies. And that just brought me a lot of joy, um, being able to celebrate their new life, um, mm-hmm. but also honor the life of my babies that I lost. I love that. I hear so many women, like how doing things like that just is so healing to them. Mm-hmm. And I love that we use those gifts in um, those little like nudges in our heart to do that because we truly bless other women Mm-hmm. in the midst of that yeah you know truly it's healing for us but like yep. blessing for others and so yeah I know I feel like the most healing thing I've done is yeah we thrive yeah mm-hmm. yeah. genuinely I yeah. feel like the healthiest I've ever been because I just took the plunge and have learned along the way right you know and right. have been able to help other women and they've helped me right. immensely yeah so yeah I think there's yeah, so much to be said about that other women about that and make them not feel so alone and, and have that community is huge. Mm-hmm. Well, and like I think for their shame and their guilt and their sadness um, and make something positive out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Well, and I think it goes to say, like, we obviously aren't parenting loving. I mean, obviously we love them, but like we're physically we can't do that. And I think there's just such a void in women and in men too, like when you lose a child, like you can't, or even when you loss comes in infertility as well, mm-hmm. but, um, you have this like energy and like you have <laughs> this void in your life in that certain area. And I think when we do things like this, like mm-hmm. yet we thrive or making blankets or whatever, um, you're, you're like, in a sense, like, this is how I'm parenting, <laughs> you know, well, this it's is like, how it's like, you're so ready to pour into this certain cup. Like you're ready, you're tipping, you're like starting to drip. And then somebody all of a sudden rips that cup out from under you. And you're like, well, where do I pour this out now? Like I have to pour this out and I don't know where now. And then another cup just comes along and it's like, well, this is a different cup. It's not the same cup, but I still have this that I need to pour out. and And it doesn't even have to be something like a podcast or making blankets. It could be simply like, bringing a friend coffee or yes. like it could be like little things so even if you're listening to this you're like well I don't really have a talent you know or I don't have you know I don't know what to do like mm-hmm. it literally is like the littlest thing that you could it's just doing. like the love that you have pent up inside of you that you're wanting to pour out mm. and that looks so many different ways for so many different people right some people they don't want you to give them anything they just right. want you to like sit and listen to them or they just need a hug or 
Yeah. You know, they need a, a night out or yeah. whatever. I always like envision, I'm a big visionary, but like I just imagine like all these little broken mosaic pieces mm-hmm. and we're just like collectively putting it together to make a one beautiful piece and yep. like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but. exactly. That's so good. So what does that look like for you, Lauren? Like filling up your cup and pouring it out. What does that look like for you? So just to be really raw with you, um, I think, again, over time, it's changed for me. Mm. It used to be where I would go and have a manicure or get my hair done. Mm. Um, You know, those typical, like, self-care things that people talk about. Um, But if I'm being completely honest, I feel like those things didn't really fill me. Mm. Um, And I I think it's because I was so focused on myself Mm. and my my unhappiness, I would say, that I wasn't seeking joy. Mm. And I say, I say those two words because I feel like they're different. Um, happiness and joy are two things to me. Yeah. Um, in my past I would seek happiness and it would be fleeting. Um, and now I find joy that is everlasting. Mm. Um, I think that I I don't like to call it self care anymore. Even, um, Mm. I like to call it soul care. Mm. Oh, I like that. I think soul care is taking care of yourself from the inside out and not the outside in. Uh-huh. Um, so for me, it's starting my day and filling my, my heart and my soul with joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that for me is Jesus. Um, Absolutely. I think that finding ways to pour into others when you fill your cup the, in the morning with coffee and some Jesus, like uh-huh. you have more to give to other people. Yep. And <laughs> there's this um, sweet little note that I had written down that um, I put on my fridge and it says, God gave me this journey. God turns graves into gardens. So stop and smell the roses. Mm-hmm. I love so just that. finding joy in every day, um, filling my heart and my soul with joy and then, overflowing it to others Mm. yeah he truly transforms our hearts and it's a beautiful thing when we allow that to happen yes absolutely and we make space for it too yep we really do well lauren and i met because um i wanted candles and somebody was like hey i know somebody who makes candles she made them for us and well, Carrie from Lola's Lodge, actually, we had her on. You guys have heard her and her story before. Um, so she hooked up Lauren and I, and we started talking and became friends. And she makes candles for us, and they smell amazing. And if you ever come to an in-person event, we will have them. And we're working on getting them online once I can get my act together and figure out all the tiny little parts and pieces of that. But <laughs> we love them. We burn them in our house and they're so great. Um, but can you tell us about Pretty Little Light Candle Co.? Yeah, so it's really, 
Oh, gosh. It's just so interesting the way that God works and the way things come to fruition. So we decided we were going to homeschool the kids. Um, And this two years, almost two years ago now, that's just crazy to me. Um, My oldest and I were looking for a little project. She loves art. She loves creating just like I do. And so we thought, well, why don't we buy a candle making kit? And we made these candles and we were going to give them as Christmas gifts. And I tell you what, everyone went berserk over these candles. They loved them. They asked us to make more, so we did. And then I had some local businesses reach out to me and say, can you make candles for us? And so we did. And I, I can't even explain to you how it's happened, but we went, we went from making candles for our friends and family to now we have over 50 retailers. That's, That's amazing. Insane. Yes. Lauren. I know. I know. It's just crazy to me. Um, we mainly focus on wholesale and fundraising, but just, it's just crazy because just like you said, um, Carrie was the one that told you about Pretty Little Light. Well, my friend Angela is the one that told Carrie about Pretty Little Light. And it's just, it's like the, what do they call it? The seven degrees of separation. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just crazy how you connect with people through business. And so we consider it our ministry. Mm. We have been able to make so many intimate connections with other business owners, other organizations. Mm. Um, and now I call a lot of them friends, but we're able to really spread the gospel through that business. Mm. And it's just been such a blessing. Um, my daughter, actually all three of my kids now help me with my business and I'm just, so blessed to be able to share that with them. Mm, that's so special. I just love that. That's one of my favorite things about homeschooling, honestly, is that you can do those things and learn mm-hmm. in a non-traditional way because right. those are life skills. Yes. Ex- Big time. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 It's to learn about how to run a small business before yeah. you're aged eight. Right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Firsthand. I love it. It's amazing. Well, what would you say to anybody who's walking the same path that you're walking now? I would just say God's plan for us is not always going to look the way we think it's going to look. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can really get to us. It can really shake our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my experience, God has been so sweet to me to walk alongside me through mm-hmm. those tough times. And show me, like, I know that this hurts, but mm-hmm. I promise you my plan is, is bigger than you can ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the world needs who you are meant to be, would be what I would say directly to these women, mm-hmm. is that even though God may not give you a baby in your arms or in heaven, you are worthy of your calling. Mm-hmm. And you just have to listen to that still voice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and pour into others. Keep doing what you're called to do. Absolutely. Yep. That's so good. Well, thank and you. What were you going to say? Sorry. Well, it's okay. Um, 
<clears throat> I think of all these amazing women that I have in my life that my heart hurts for them because God hasn't blessed them with children yet. Maybe he still will, but there's just so many amazing women out there that have no idea the effect that they have on the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I have one friend who she coaches a volleyball team and she is making these incredible impressions on these teen girls. Some people get to be a parent to one child for, you know, 18, 20 years until they leave their house. And mm-hmm. <laughs> but she gets to be a mom to all these different women, all these different girls that come into her life through her volleyball club. And she gets to make an impression on every single one that are going to last throughout their entire lifetime. Yeah. Um, same with my daughter's dance teacher. She deals with all these littles. Uh-huh. <laughs> How many of us could say that we could deal with hundreds of little little girls every week? <laughs> right. right, seriously. <laughs> um, but she just has a heart for it, and I just wish that she knew how impressionable she is in these little girls mm. and how much we appreciate um, women like that in our lives that mm-hmm. pour into our children. Mm-hmm. Um and just have the opportunity to make that stamp on the world. Like, they, that calling is so it's important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sometimes they, they just have no idea mm. how much they affect the world. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Lauren, for joining us on the podcast today. It's such an honor to get to share your story with our listeners, and we just really appreciate that. We don't take that lightly at all. We're so happy that you are here with us today. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm so glad to finally be able to talk to both of you at the same yes, time. Yes, I know. It's so great. Well, our Thrive Tip this month is to take a break. May is filled with so many emotions for so many reasons, and we want to encourage you this month to take a break. Daily life in this club is hard, so this month find some space where you need to take a break and take one. Uh, maybe it's having a phone conversation with a friend that you haven't talked to in a while, or maybe it's turning your phone off because you just need some space to breathe. Um, Whatever that looks like for you, just do a little digging, figure out where you need to take a break and give yourself the permission that you need to take it. You will thank yourself later for it. Uh, Thank you so much for being here with us today and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for joining us on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If today's episode had any impact on you, we would love it if you would take a screenshot or write a quote to share on social media. Don't forget to tag us at Yet We Thrive so we can see. We would also love if you hopped onto your listening platform to leave us a review. These things will help us to spread the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.